0: Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Dirty Side of the Grid podcast where we have turned up late to qualifying but no Michael this isn't right and now we're in P1. <laughs> uh, if you get that reference, if you don't get that reference, go watch like the highlights of the last race of last season and you, you'll probably understand that. <laughs> Do you know the best part? Uh, That's the first time you've done the intro in one go. I know. <laughs> the first
1: take. Uh, incredible scenes.
0: But anyways, uh, this episode, we're going to be discussing the 2022 regulations. Uh, <laughs> that intro is just too good. Uh, <laughs> that we're that gonna, TikTok, if it I doesn't know. get like 3K views. And we're going to be talking about like what's different from last year, was improved, uh, what to expect from the cars, and hopefully lose losing, you know. Oh. Bro, you can't keep using that same thing for four no, times in five minutes. Your face, is, of, like, just too your face minutes. is too funny. Your face is too funny. If you start reacting, I'll stop doing it. It just annoys yeah. you too much, doesn't it? Right. <laughs> anyways, anyways, anyways. Right. Language. Nah, no, you didn't poor. hear
1: that, it's fine. You didn't hear it. Anyways, where are we starting? Alright, well, I guess the main thing that we've mentioned quite a few times as part of the regulations, and one of the main things is the... Shall we start with the... We'll go with the aero, because it's what makes the cars look different. Yeah. So this current generation of F1 cars started technically in 2017... Because they made the cars from extremely skinny to these really fat ones. You see the fat tyres, the fat aero, the huge deep wings, which used to be a lot higher and skinnier. And these were made just to make the cars faster. They just wanted F1 cars to be a bit quicker. But it kind of ruined the racing. So do you reckon that they'll actually improve the racing now that they've changed the aerodynamics? I think
0: they've had a few years to look at the aerodynamics. And I think probably like simpler. they've changed the kind of philosophy of, the car generates downforce so yeah. like using they brought out uh, like i think people are th- think like they are oh, they got all this new technology but in reality it's just recycled really old tech like venturi tunnels were used in like the 70s i think 80s, 80s i think yeah End
1: of like 70s that. probably
0: yeah so all of this is not new it's it's been there but i think the idea of just stripping it down like teams were investing way too much money to barge port areas like, yeah, yeah. And it was just, well, it didn't look nice. Like, the cars just looked bad. I think this is the first time where I've seen them take a, like, go with new regulations to slow the cars. I think the cars are not going to be, like, slower that much, but as in, slow the ca- cars down with the aim of making them, uh, like, more competitive, essentially.
1: Yeah. And that has been
0: the whole outlook on, like, everything going into this season, not just the aerodynamics, but also, like, the, um, the budgets and everything, like that and so it's interesting I'm interested to see like how it reacts obviously I don't think we'll know until the cars are on like the racetrack No. Oh, yeah all
1: of this is because, speculation
0: yeah I think like people are speculated. oh they're going to be very bad at following and some people are, are saying it's going to be amazing at following some say that's very bad based on like simulation work but at the end of the day simulation work is based on like like, it's not fully accurate. Yeah, true. And, uh, like, driving a simulator is very different to jumping in a car and actually driving the car. So, I think I'll, I'll be interested to hear what they say at the drivers after testing, essentially.
1: The first testing True. That would be very interesting to yeah. see what they say. But, I mean, to put some numbers on it, the 2019 cars, when they're one car length behind another one, so about two metres, they lose 45% of their downforce, which is loads. And even about half yeah yeah so they lose half of their performance lost within one car length so if you're trying to follow someone between a bunch of corners it's it's a long day for you but the in theory now with the testing they've done on the new cars obviously all simulation based and this isn't from the teams this is from f1 themselves they're saying the new loss is now 14% it's also supported
0: by wind tunnel testing yeah yeah so but I think 14% I think is too optimistic like I think it probably like, as
1: yeah as with anything in testing and theory yeah. and stuff, it's, it's I always think, a little but difficult. even
0: even if you say like if it shoots by like say 11% that's still 25% that's still an improvement of 20% on the cars that are in front of you Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah. that, that is an improvement of 20, 20% is huge like yeah. you go from losing like you go to losing 25% instead of nearly 50% like so you're going from losing massive. half field to a quarter, Yeah, it's a big gains big in gains. One I think, obviously, like, this is just the start of them improving it. There's always going to be the case of the car behind is going to be losing some downforce. Yeah, a always doing Like, ways to like that, yeah. physically, yeah. that's how it that is. But I think as we go along, they're just going to chip at it. And I think this is... It's a good idea in the sense... I actually really like the idea of this new aerodynamics. Even if it doesn't fully work... Like even if it's like say thirty five percent, so it's only 10, or even if it's forty percent, yeah, the, the the shift essentially from the F one organization essentially from looking at it as we just want quicker cars to we want to improve the racing. I think that's that's amazing because now it's, it's the focus is improve the racing for the fans.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. As with Liberty Media, as they've been trying to do yeah. in all aspects we what they've uh, done, but this seems like a, it's a good way of doing yeah. it. Rather than just making the cars faster, which is great, it's you know the, making the racing more entertaining is quite good. But I do feel like they're limiting the engineers somewhat because I know that this time, this most of the cars standardised. Like, yeah, oh. so they're saying that not only is are the rules like a lot more than they used to be. Like I think Adrian so, Newey yeah. said, this is the biggest set of rules since. It might have been ever, since the 80s, I think it was. There was a certain regulation change in the 80s. He said this is the biggest one since then, which is insane. And on top of that, I think they've done, if certain teams find, like, loopholes that F1 is not a fan of, I'm pretty sure they can just cut them off immediately. Like, you don't have to, they don't say anymore, oh, yeah, you get this for the rest of the year. They just say, right, we don't like that, we're going to get rid of it. Yeah, I think I don't like, like, they're going more towards, like, say,
0: IndyCar, where it's becoming more of a spec series. Which I, I yeah. told totally you, because, like, Formula One is about which team has the best car. And that's not the case in other Formulas. And, like, by you essentially doing the standardizing, like, the gearbox and standardizing, like, so many aspects of the car,
1: wh- where can we actually gain performance? yeah so so a spec series i didn't realize people, I yeah, know what I that a spec series is when you have like imagine everyone is driving a nissan micro so imagine all the drivers get shoved in a nissan micro and they're going around the track so it's purely based on driver performance but with f1 the whole point is there's meant to be creativity with the engineers there's meant to be a difference so the cars are meant to vary in performance anyway some cars are meant to be better than others but mm-hmm. I feel like with all of these regulations, they're probably limiting that quite a lot.
0: Yeah, but I think also in the second sense, it's always like the engineers are always going to complain. Ah, this is they too yeah, this yeah. is this, this is So you can't, you don't really know how bad it is until you, you're you actually the engineer designing the car. But I reckon it's probably like, I don't think it's that bad. But I, we don't really know. So. Okay.
1: Well, two things that we so do know will be... Uh, like a, well, it's, one of them is more certain than the other one. We'll start off with the less certain one. Because there's now less uh, downforce being generated. Well, so with the way that the downforce works, if they're going at slow speed, there's, well, they're saying the cars are less predictable and they're harder to control. Will they be worse at slow speed now? Cause it sounds like the, okay. it the tire difference. even if it's slower, uh, worse at slow speeds, it
0: just remove slow speed uh, races. So like Monaco goes. Yes. Oh, nah, there's no way. Yes, I'm satisfied.
1: If Monaco goes, that's just the best day of my life. Do you reckon there'll be like loads of crashes on Monaco? Because the thing is, so what I'm trying to say is like with the tyre performance and the way they've changed that, we'll kind of mention it in a, hmm. like a little bit later. I was just joking. On that, top that. of the, <laughs> on top of the change in aero. If the car's more unpredictable, and they're easier to crash at slow speed, and they're harder to control and all of this rest of the stuff, I'm sure that they'll try and change things. Yeah, new new regulations will come in, obviously. New regulations. Yeah, and the car setups will change and blah, blah, and all of this, and tire pressures, but like...
0: F1, I think the one thing is F1 has all the data that comes from the teams in general. They can look at all the data. So they can look at all the data and be like, ah, okay, like... Say like this is the reason, and they have like loads of engineers like just focusing on like all of this stuff. So I think like over the next few years, you expect that the regulations are a bit flawed, like very flawed. Yeah. And then like over six seven years, they kind of extract the most out of these regulations. So like Mercedes extracted the most probably out of the, eight, the last eight years, and then going into the next regulations, you get like same thing, new totally new regulations. A lot of stuff is unexplored, and then like so on and so forth
1: yeah i mean and then the the second thing that's i can definitely word a bit better without all of these like a little pieces of the barge board in the front wing because everything's a lot simpler now damage means that you you won't get these little bits of carbon fiber flying onto the track so if there's less debris does that mean now we'll get less you know vscs safety cars that kind of thing because they won't need that many marshals to clean up the track anymore I like how you wrote less bits equals less. <laughs> <step>. <laughs> I try and put it simply in the lowest. But I get, I get, yeah, I I like again, like I, I, I mean, what I,
0: I mean, like obviously, if something breaks, it's gonna be something critical now. It's not gonna be like yeah. yeah. Like like say if your bargeboard area broke off, it's obviously like it's important, but it's like you can still go on, but like yeah, Max got like night or something. Yeah, but like it was very slow, but as in he yeah, had like very very bad damage, but as in you don't get a lot of these like very fiddly bits. And so you don't get, like, these tiny pieces of debris everywhere. Rather, if, like, a front wing breaks, a front wing broke. Yeah, or, like, you go you in, you grab like, the front wing, and then you yeah, go. Yeah, you leave. There. So I think, yeah, in, in terms of this, it's probably, like,
1: safer for the marshals, the drivers, and, like, everyone in yeah. probably. You won't see bits flying about and stuff in people's faces. But do you have any predictions for which, like, I don't want to do predictions too much, but, like, any idea on who would adapt best? To this kind of thing, like anything in general, in terms of the new rules, what you've heard about them. I, mean, I think like you say probably like I, I put like if I had to kind of bet on someone,
0: I bet on say like someone like Mercedes. not just the driver specifically. Or oh, driver. driver specifically yeah, yeah. on like the car being very
1: unpredictable. Yeah like unpredictable car, oh, tough to drive, really new to regulations. Who's a driver that would be able to adapt quickly to the change?
0: Uh, <laughs> You know, my friend. Every time we talk about Daniel Ricciardo, he just gets like very upset because we like, like we just mock Daniel Ricciardo. So I'm not gonna mention him. Uh, I <laughs> he's, <said> gonna, good. <laughs> he's gonna hear this and he's just gonna be like upset now. I think probably Max is Max is probably the best, based on how he's driving right now, and based on like everyone who drove the, like the Red Bull. Essentially, said it's extremely unpredictable, extremely hard to drive. And he was extracting the most out of it. Obviously, it was geared towards him at that point. But I'd say out of everyone right now, I'd say the two who are most likely going to extract the most out of it are like Lewis and Max. Just purely because they're just way ahead of everyone. Yeah, but that's
1: boring and obvious. So let's...
0: If I had to say someone else. Okay, outside Lewis and Max.
1: Yeah, because that's... Yeah, Um, of course they would. Fernando Alonso probably. Okay. Well, looking at the list of
0: drivers, I'd say the key thing that makes... Nicholas Latifi, I think he's going to extract the most. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Nicholas, is, <laughs> Nicholas is the king, bro. Of Why what you exactly, bro? Of Why what? are you laughing? He's the king of F1, bro. <laughs> he's the reason <laughs> Max won his championship, bro. You should worry. thank
1: him. You should thank him. <laughs> <laughs> you know people have been posting, you know Max has his helmet. Yeah, yeah, has the number one at the back Oh, they just put, they put, T- put S- a S- little ax. No, they put like a little star next to it. And it says thank you, Michael. For oh, oh, I don't know. I thought of
0: Michael Schumacher for some reason. I realized as soon as I said Michael, i yeah. be
1: thinking of Schumacher. Anyway, so the the key thing that makes drivers different, like the best way to tell a good driver from a bad driver, is when they're putting a new car oh, who adapts okay. quickly. Yeah. So Lewis and his first season was very quick. Uh, Same thing with Verstappen when he first got put in the Red Bull, he He won won. his first race. Um, George Russell did very well in the Mercedes when he was put in. I I don't want to really comment as much on George because I feel like it
0: can go one of two ways. He can adapt really, really, really well to the car, and just like smoke loose, or like like at least if he doesn't smoke loose he go toe-to-toe with Lewis, uh, Lewis the whole... Se- I think if he goes right. toe-to-toe with Lewis the whole season and it's fairly equal... That would be very impressive for me. I think that just achieved everything and that shuts up everyone about, like, how good he really is. True, yeah, definitely. Um, I think the So, like, I'm not really sure. The other thing is he could just be, like, voluntary. basically. It could just take him a long time to adapt. I don't think it's going to take him a long time to adapt based on, like, he's jumped in teams before and he's won, like, formulas, like... In you we said this season? last time, yeah, you won the uh, F3 and F2 back to back. Yeah, so like he, he's been able to adapt very quickly to new formulas, new cars. Formula 1 he's done very well, but like obviously with Williams is quite difficult to tell. But it, like the only thing we can go off in, in, in Formula 1 was Bahrain. Like it was a Bahrain. Yeah, Sakir. Like, yeah. But basically the one thing that's good to say about that is he, he went into that car in... in Three practice sessions and qualify in three practice sessions. He he got into a car that was too small for him, like this he was too small. Yeah. He wore shoes too small for him. Yeah. He used a, um like a steering. steering wheel with a different layout. Yeah. He had never used DAS before. He didn't even know what DAS oh, was. Yeah, yeah. And he still like they told him, Don't worry about DAS will fix it, like like fix it as and it doesn't move. And just essentially you drive the car, he's like, No, no, I wanna learn what DAS is. He learned it and he was able to use it during the race weekend.
1: I think that says everything you need to know. And then he destroyed Valtteri. He, yeah, but it's Valtteri. He, no, he lost qualifying by like less than a tenth or something. Or less yeah. than half a tenth. It was a very small amount. Then he destroyed Valtteri Bottas on the start. Led. Then also overtook Valtteri in an incredible way and yeah, the with that exactly part of yeah yeah that was a very nice overtake so though. so I guess just to end this section quickly the ones to watch would be the people who adapt quickly and also the experienced drivers yeah, they Fernando, know what to fly Sebastian. so Alonso Hamilton Sebastian Leclerc's very talented I'd say he's another one who gets when he got put in the 2019 Ferrari he almost won his second race yeah. Well he should have won his second race but his engine failed yeah but I'd say I'd say
0: like the ones that really stand
1: out for me would be probably George and Fernando I'd say, I'd have a longer list. I'd say Alonso, Hamilton, Leclerc. No, 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 no. We Russell. said like Max and, Max and Lewis are out of the list. Oh, okay, all right. Taking so
0: them I'm out. So just two essentially after Two, Max just Lewis. two. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because I chose like Fernando and George
1: probably. I would I go with, I might have to just go with George and Leclerc. That might be more safe, yeah. Better than Alonso? Not better than Alonso, but I feel like they'll prove no. I feel like the Ferrari will be better than the Alpi. No, no, we're talking about who's gonna adapt best. Oh, no, if we're talking the purely part. drivers, Alonso and McLaren. Yeah. What? Why are you high? Uh, He's good, bro. Bro, he had one season in Sauber, went to Ferrari and won two races, and he should have won three. Let's go on to the next thing.
0: Yeah, he had that like way overpowered Ferrari that was fake, bro. Yeah, but he still drove well. As we Last year, uh, I don't know. Last year, I was I was not very impressed.
1: Last year was quiet, but he, I, he was consistent. He did well. He still should have... Mm. He came very close to winning. Twice. Once if mm. he didn't bottle it at Monaco, and once if he... No, no. Was, Mon- uh, Monaco, was sil- Monaco was his fault. Like. That's why I said if he didn't yeah, bottle yeah. it, yeah. yeah. And I then Silverstone... You can't, you can't was, really ask him unlucky. as much about like, the yeah.
0: other one in Baku, because like, everyone just... No, I him. said Silverstone. yeah. The yeah. One. Yeah, Baku, you can't... Silverson is not even his fault. I think just like... Martin. He was just unlucky with
1: that. Yeah. Anyway, so...
0: He's never going to find himself there. in the lead in like, Silverstone,
1: basically. True. So, what else is there? What else is changing? We've done the aero. Engine stuff we've mainly covered. But the one thing is now, as we mentioned the biofuels, Shell said that they've gained some of it back. So, Ferrari should technically have a decent... I mean, obviously, it's stuff they've said to the media. Other teams might have benefited as well. Yeah, just just as a fact, renew uh, once
0: the renewable energy is introduced, uh, 20% renewables in fuel reduces your horsepower by 80, uh, 80 horsepower. So, like, you can add that up, obviously. They're not going to switch fully to biofuel. I think they switch, like, 50% by the end of ne- uh, this year. Most by the, uh, next year. I'm not sure. I can't remember, yeah. But, but yeah. That's, but that's Shell said they gained
1: back, yeah, so from that shell said they've out of the 80 that they've everyone's lost shell said they've got back i think it was like 60 or something which is meant to be massive so i'm not sure obviously none of the other companies have said much as far as i'm aware but like shell sponsoring ferrari is, on top of that MGUH upgrade we mentioned earlier with this gain ferrari might have a legal and very good engine this time
0: yeah i think Sorry. probably like ferrari are Going to the next season, I'd say probably Ferrari are very, very close to Mercedes and like Red Bull, or like Honda essentially. Honda are still gonna, all their Red Bull um, engines are still gonna be manufactured in Japan till 2026. So Honda's essentially making them till 2026, not Red Bull. Um, but they're gonna be very close. Like,
1: very, yeah, very close. yeah, yeah, they should be. And then, well, speaking of Ferrari, we'll get on to the budget cap. So, teams spend like 400 million, as you mentioned before. Yeah, that's mainly Mercedes, Red Bull and Ferrari, basically. And then the the poorer ones will spend about 100 million. The cap now is at 175. So, if you're a team that's spending 140... I think and on sp- average, the lowest is like 125. Yeah, so if you need to talk to your sponsors and you say, we're spending 125 a year right now, Mercedes is spending 400, can you give us 300? They're not going to do that. But yeah. now if you say, this is the maximum any team can spend, just give us an extra 30 million, million. They'll they're more likely to say yes. So they're so not going to give you
0: way more than they think they should give you, but like...
1: True, but like it's it's a target to achieve, so maybe yeah. you'll get that over the next few years. Uh, obviously this doesn't include, well, I say obviously is, but it doesn't include driver salaries and marketing, because that would just, destroy everything.
0: But it does include, like, if you crash and you have to change parts, that's all included. Right? Yeah. There was an argument for them actually uh, removing, like, spare parts. So, essentially, if you keep crashing, you don't pay for that. Someone had mentioned that, but it's useless, essentially.
1: There's an interesting conversation here about the sprint races. I've heard that there's a conversation happening that they might not happen next year. so really? for, Yeah, so for sprint races to occur everyone has to agree, so all the teams have to agree. What the top teams are saying is, we want more money for the sprint races. so they get paid a little bit extra for doing the sprint races. Not the top teams. Everyone gets paid extra for doing the sprint races because they need to pay for the parts, they need to pay for the engines. If there's an accident, they need to cover it. So the budget cap needs to be increased slightly. If I you think that makes sense. That uh, makes sense. It does make sense. But the argument is, uh, I think uh, Zach Brown said this in an interview, The top teams, he's been uh, intentionally vague. They're asking for a bit too much money and they're not agreeing to the sprint races unless they get this extra money. So the problem with this is if they're asking for too much, it ruins. It doesn't ruin, but it it defeats the purpose of the budget cap if you're giving the top teams a bit too much to spend. Or if you're giving everyone the opportunity to spend more, but only certain teams can afford it. So, this could mean that sprint races don't happen next year. Obviously, this would only... I don't mind. I, I don't keep think saying obviously, mind. you know. I don't the... think anyone minds if the sprint No, races. no one cares if the sprint races don't happen. The problem is, the World Motorsport Council can then just bring them back in for 2023. So, either they happen in two years, like this year and next year, or they don't happen this year and there's still a potential for them to come back anyway. In 2023, like, they're forced in, essentially. As in the yeah, so as in FIA World Motorsport Council, they just say like we're doing it. If they wanted to, they could just. Yeah, but that's it. the thing.
0: Since Liberty Media has co- uh, come in, they haven't actually done anything. Like everything they've done has been by unanimous consensus. So like, if they don't all agree, they just don't do it essentially. But
1: they could want to, like sprint races. I feel like in terms of if you're talking purely I think, at I think they'll they negotiate.
0: Well. I think they'll negotiate in the sense that. Because the team say, oh, we want forty million say extra. Right. But that's just my initial demand. I'm saying it because say I want like say twenty
1: million. But if I say yeah. twenty million, I get 10 million. So it's just like people. But are is there time it. for that though? Because they need to organize the sprint races. How they're going to. Yeah, work pr- I think probably leave. they'll
0: get it. They'll get it done very quickly because obviously, like, the money you're spending now, like if you get extra money, you have this mid season to invest reinvest in your car. Yeah. And you've got like I think I think for instance I think a better way to do it actually is instead of saying you have a budget of say you have a budget of one hundred seventy five million you've got twenty five million for the sprint races it has right. a separate budget always oh, everything separate yeah yeah in the sense even that more admin no no but not in the sense I I mean it in the sense that not in the sense that you have a budget for say like crashes and stuff like that. Uh, or you say run a separate car, I don't know. But like, do something different. That's yeah. I actually, I think that, I don't know. The sprint race, I'm just not convinced. Um,
1: but I just hope it doesn't happen, to be honest. I'm not a huge yeah. fan. If I they, quite liked making Friday interesting, but I just don't yeah. like sprint races. They were boring, realistically.
0: I think if they do like, reverse grid sprint race, and it comes towards a separate championship, th- I think that'd be yeah, nice. Yeah, that will be cool. But, I'd be up for that. Uh I think that's the thing, 175 million is a good number because half the teams are actually below it, and like the big teams are really above it, Liza. So basically what happens is the smaller teams are like 100 and say 25, 145 million. They still have some room to improve, but the bigger teams have to come down. But if they say extend it to 200 million, that means there is a 75 million gap between
1: like the lowest and the highest team, which is way too big rather than... 50. The biggest one as well actually, interestingly, is the smaller teams, if they manage to get the bigger investment, they get the bigger investment, great. If they don't, they just run how they normally run. The big teams, they have so much like, resources and stuff, they now have to figure out where to place it. So they need to say, oh, we were spending 400 before, we've now lost more than half of our money. Now we need to figure out where to invest this time and money and stuff. Yeah. So a lot of it'll like be interesting for them to figure that out.
0: Like Red Bull essentially, because they have such a good aerodynamics team, they're essentially lending it out. Like it's acting as a consultancy. Now for other, like say like if, uh, if a car company needs an aerodynamics team or if, uh, I don't know, whichever, anyone who needs an aerodynamics team, they can go to Red Bull and be like, I want an aerodynamics team. They'll give them that team. So Both it's a cars. way of making... It doesn't matter, you know, because Red Bull are very good at aerodynamics, obviously. Yeah, 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 So they have more people than they realistically can pay for, oh, considering the budget. Oh, yeah. So oh, now really they have, clever, yeah. they have a, essentially, they have the Red Bull F1 team and the people working there, and they have an extra team now that has been removed, and now they're a consultancy that they can work on whatever, like, whoever comes in and needs them to work on, essentially. Yeah. Mm. Road car, hypercar, whatever. That so really that's one way scenario. of redirecting the funds to essentially make money, or at least like keep the people, keep the technology, but or yeah. expertise essentially, I'm not losing. Mercedes obviously with all the electric cars coming out and stuff, like a lot of these resources would be di- directed towards that. Uh,
1: they're leaving Formula E, so they don't need it as much there. Do you see they won the first race? So they won the, the first, first Formula E race. They got a one-two. That's so. Yeah. That's such a Mercedes thing to do. Yeah. Do you want to get onto the other way that they're benefiting smaller teams now with the uh, the testing regulations? Yeah. Okay. Today? Okay. So the way the testing regulation works
0: is testing in terms of Bahrain and like stuff like that is going to be the same, but it differs in terms of two things: wind tunnel time and CFD time. So for those who don't know what CFD is, is computational fluid dynamics. Essentially, uh, they design the car on their PC and then. Mm-hmm. They run it essentially around a corner, and they see how it actually like the air interacts, the downforce, all that stuff. So essentially, it replaces, um, it replaces, like the actual wind tunnel testing time, with. Um, why are you googling? Is here? you have a cow? <laughs> it's a great example. Look at that. No, so it replaces, like how
1: aerodynamic it is. But.
0: Yeah, so it replaces all the stuff like you do in a wind tunnel on your PC. Basically, that's what it does. So the way the way essentially it works is, bro. Like, so, this yeah, is I distracting.
1: Move this. No, no. Hold on, hold on. This is what it looks like. We'll skip this bit. Wait, where did it go? No, where's my cow? Aha! yes. You have to
0: zoom in all the way. That. That's how CFD look works. Look at that. Yeah. Incredible. And the colors obviously indicate like pressure and stuff. Uh, airspeed and all of that stuff. Great, great. great okay, so. I'll get rid of that now. Yeah, please. You have to zoom all the way out. Technical difficulties. (laughs) Anyway, so the way it's arranged is, (coughs) finally, right. Carry on. Yeah. So the way it's arranged is the top team essentially gets about I think seventy five percent of the time, uh, for both CFD and wind uh, wind tunnel testing time, and then as it goes down, so Red Bull will get like Mercedes essentially gets seventy five percent. I think Red Bull gets eighty percent. I'm not. 100% 100% sure on, like, the, the difference. I think it's about 5%. And then as you go down, I think by the end of it, Haas gets, like, 140% on both. 40? So the, yeah. So the way they regulate it is... Uh, wind tunnel testing time is very easy because it's just, like, times in the wind... Uh, like, time spent in wind tunnel, uh, in a wind tunnel. Whereas CFD is dominated by, like, time, but also, like, the, um, the PC stuff, you, like, the PC components you're using. Because, for instance, if you use older PC or cheaper PC components, you're gon- it's going to take way longer to run the CFD, like, um, what's called, like, Epoch, essentially, or Cycle. Whereas if you run, if you run it with, like, latest hardware, it's going to take way less time. So, essentially, they've limited the actual number of, like, the co- PC components you're using and the time you're using. It's like an equation of both that factors in both. And then you're kind of limited by that. So Mercedes will also get about 75%, I think Haas gets like 140 by the end of it. And essentially, what wo- how it works is you get that time at the beginning of the season, and then when you go to the very uh, uh, midway through the season, they essentially. So I think it's Belgium is midway, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Belgium's normally the yeah. last one. No so way, hold on. Yeah, Belgium is midway. And then the summer break. So essentially, by. Belgium's after the summer break. No, it's not. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So essentially, by the midway point, Uh, What's going to happen is they're going to look at the table and they're going to redo the same thing. So essentially, say Mercedes by halfway point, Mercedes is last. Then Mercedes get 140% of the time. Say Haas is first, they only get 75%. And the reason behind this is to stop what happened with Braun GP in 2009, where they had such a good car at the beginning, they won enough that no one could catch them. And so to stop that, they actually, they'll get less time to develop their car in the mid-season And the other teams get more time. And it's also to stop, like, Mercedes over the past few years, the reason they've dominated is, um, excuse me, they basically, they developed their car in the beginning of the season, got such a good car that by halfway through the season, they just focused fully on the next year's car. So they always had half a year advantage over everyone else. And now that's not actually, like, they can't do that now because all the other teams are going to have more time to develop their car. And a bigger advantage over them. So essentially, what's going to happen is the teams are like teams are essentially won't have like a full half a season, and so it's going to be a lot harder for teams to keep that advantage going into like the second half of the season. But then later on into like later seasons, yeah. That's that's pretty much like
1: a quick rundown of all the aerodynamic stuff. I'm still trying to find the regulations, but I'll have to skip that part. So the interesting conversation I wanted to have with you now. Yeah, surprise I don't know what's coming. Just, here's just the thing. Coming. So I mentioned this just before we started filming. Yeah, I don't had, know why it is, actually. I don't actually. You haven't told me why it is. No, yeah, I haven't said this. I just said that I had this point I wanted to make, which is I've always had this theory or just idea in general. Ferrari's been in the sport from the beginning. Mm. And obviously, as any team would, if you imagine them like in football terms, like Manchester United, pretty much, like with the amount of money they have, with the amount of pool they have, they can always get the best players or it. drivers. They can always get, you know, they always have the resources. That's never a problem. So in throughout their history, if they have like a, a drought period, if they don't do so well, you can always bet on right? them yeah, spending yeah. money and then getting good again. So Ferrari, I think they had a bad period in the 70s or 80s or something. They disappear for a little bit. They spend money, they come back. The, the start of the 90s wasn't great for them they get Michael, they do all this, and then they dominate the sport. Do you think now, with the, the testing time regulations and all of this, the budget cap, basically just limiting all of their resources, obviously they're still Ferrari, but without that, without the backing of all of this, I can just spend more than all the other teams, do you think that theory now is gone? Like, if Ferrari don't win next year and they don't do well in these next regulations, is there now no guarantee that they'll ever, like, actually come back to winning i think if you stay
0: in the sport long enough you eventually get back to winning but i guess so well statistically it'll be more likely yeah yeah yeah, obviously that but that's the thing ferrari has been in the sport since the 50s so obviously they're gonna go down but come back yeah but like now could they actually come back I, i think it'll be a lot harder yeah but like they can do what mercedes did or like what Ahas did this year, Ahas basically stopped spending the last year and just spend on next year's car from. Uh, yeah. And they have Ferrari has enough pull to get in good engineers. Like working for Ferrari is just I work for Ferrari, you know, like. Yeah. The name is enough to get people, even if the team is performing very, very badly. The name is big enough for people to go in, like just because I work at Ferrari, you know. Yeah. So basically. I don't see them struggling to get good engineers in, and I don't think, if they essentially screw up, like, these regulations, they could just give up on a season and just focus on next year's regulations, just be like, okay, we're going to be very bad, that's what they did last year, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, we suck this year, we'll focus on next year, they jumped from, like, seventh to third, which is a big jump, so, yeah, I don't... Like, I think they're going to have to be way more strategic about it this time. True. Because they don't have that massive... Like, they used to get money from Formula One just because they're Ferrari. Like, nonsense. They won't have that big of an advantage now. But I think they still have... They're going to be towards the top end of the budget. So they're not going to be struggling. Like, they're going to be maxing out their budget. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, we don't find... We don't have enough money. They're going to be like, we don't have enough budget of the budget left. We spent all our money, basically. That's what's going to be the case. But I think, no, I think we'll probably see them come back. Like, even if they go down, I think you'll see them come back. I think it'll be a lot mm-hmm. harder for them to come back, though. True. Because they don't have that massive spending advantage. But yeah, I do it's, oh, it's weird. I don't think we'll see them just go into obscurity. I think if you see them for, like, if they go really, really bad, and for I say, we're leaving Formula 1, Formula One, and by Formula One I mean like Liberty Media and those guys, will bend over backwards to keep. The oh team yeah, in yeah, one. yeah,
1: definitely. That's very true.
0: Even if that means get, uh, increasing budgets, doing whatever they need to give for. They everything, yeah. yeah so I don't think,
1: yeah, I don't think we'll see the team uh, leave at least Formula. I guess their badly be for a long like, time, yes. Yeah, I think their lows could be lower. Like they could do a Williams. The Williams was obviously very successful back in the day. McLaren has also had an awful period, which. Like I'm pretty sure, actually. So last year Ferrari didn't want to race. Twenty twenty, they were horrific, so they didn't want to race. That was the first time in ever. It they might have been ever, like, yeah. yeah the first not. time ever Where that they, they hadn't mean. won a race in back-to-back seasons. Yes, ever. That's an insane stat. That says and a lot. I feel like we could see team. more of that,
0: like. Yeah, probably, probably, probably.
1: Mad. I don't probably. think we'll see like see three, uh,
0: three seasons back to back, but probably. We'll
1: so you think they'll win a
0: race this year? Probably, yeah. Pro- yeah, at some point. At some point, s- yeah. yeah. I think, though, like, Formula 1, like, we're talking about, like, the new regulations. I think they've addressed a lot of the issues. But I think, like, the biggest issue of the cars, essentially, now is how big the car is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. not big as in, like, we talk about how wide the car is. But I'm talking about just how long the car is. They're heavy now, as well. They're even heavier. I don't care as much about weight, to be honest. But as in, I'm talking about length. Yeah. Because you see that in, like street circuits mainly, but like say Monaco is very, very obvious, like Monaco for Formula E, watch for, Formula E cars are tiny compared to Formula 1 cars, and you see how easy it is to overtake because there's so much space, Yeah. Like if you go down you the see. inside in that, after the tunnel you go down the inside on that left, left corner, you can
1: overtake. They love making contact as well. I found that really yeah. weird when I was watching the Formula E Formula, Yeah, Formula E Yeah, they is love bad. like crashing
0: into each other and stuff. But Formula E is weird, bro. But I'm joking in terms of the size of the car and overtaking Monaco was actually feasible. Overtaking in older Formula 1 cars at Monaco was feasible. Now it's like, you saw with Max and Lewis, as long as Lewis like, even when Lewis like, if Lewis went to the, fully to the side and just went around the corner, like as he did essentially in that final part, like after the, I think it was the very end of the race, after the tunnel, like oh, Max right, goes yeah, down yeah. the inside. Max can't Max can overtake him because mm. Lewis's car is just sort of yeah. So the, the
1: reference is the Lewis was on old tires, like extremely old, basically yeah. dead. Not just for the last couple laps, but for ages. I think because for like they, twenty laps. So, so yeah. they there was an early safety car, which meant they had to stop early. Lap ten, I think. And then rather than putting him on the hard tires, which everyone was really put on hard, they put him on the mediums, which meant his tires were dead for like half the race. And Max was right behind him, but he still couldn't overtake him. Yeah. Any other track, Max would have got him very. Oh, insane. Max would have got him way earlier. Exactly. But and, and then in the second one, there's also Ricardo yeah. in twenty-eight. He lost like
0: half a, no half a, th- a third of his power. Like he didn't have access to. A third of his power, and he still won because no one could... Yeah, overtake.
1: so, like, I think it was Vettel was right behind him for almost yeah. the whole race. He had, like, no engine power, and yeah, he but still won. See, yeah. this is my
0: issue, is they've sorted out a lot of the issues, but the one of the biggest issues is, like, this was mm-hmm. not a case in, like, 20... Like, 2008, for instance, because the cars were way... like. Yeah, shorter. even that recently, the cars were still small. But now, like... How do you expect people to overtake in a street track? Especially, like, Monaco, where it's very tight. And you're, like... The cars are, like, massive. Like, it makes no sense. It's not actually physically possible. Yeah, it's Because the corners yeah. are so tight, you can't overtake. So, what's the... Like, I don't get that. That's just, like, my complaint. Do you reckon I mean, they'll, they'll get
1: shorter is. eventually, but... Like, there must be a reason. It is it getting shorter. might be shorter. safety, it might be something. It is getting reason. a bit shorter. Yeah, I think it was but 10 centimetres or something. Yeah, but that's still, like, massive yeah um, they're still huge I guess the main I'm thing that sure. we haven't hit on yet is the tyres yeah so the tyres are going from 13 to 18 inch
0: yes and yes. they're getting covers you can now use um, covers on the tyres like Braun did in 2009 yes yeah, the little cats on the outside. Yeah, and you're allowed to like essentially do whatever you want with them so they you can put sponsors in there and you do whatever you want like I mean by whatever you want you can design them however you want yeah and you can also, like, put, like, sponsors on it, put whatever you want on it. Yeah, I think it's, I also saw that they might be using LEDs on them. Which oh, yeah, McLaren, and put LED. They did that also at, like, the testing after the Abu Dhabi Oh, yeah. And they did that in that last image they put online, they put some LEDs. I think teams are going to use that? it as, um, like, like, a way of making the car look nice. Like, as in... The, Probably, uh, unless banding.
1: F1 tries to make it... No, like, no, they
0: said, like, part of the regulations is your free to essentially put LEDs and oh, all okay. this stuff, yeah.
1: They might just put the... They could just end up putting the car numbers on there, mm, Crofty would desperately need that. The number of times <laughs> he makes mistakes, like, someone crashes out and he says the wrong name. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah. But... They also... Oh, you know what the ugliest thing was? I think it, <laughs> it was... The tyres, the, the wheel covers or something, wherever it was, they were on these little shelves as they normally have them outside the garages. And it says like, uh, I turn 18 next year, which is the weirdest looking thing. Like literally just written on the tyre, it said, we- I turn 18 next year. That sounds weird. Which is mad, because if it said, I turn 24 next year, I feel like Bernie Eccleston would have tried to marry them or something. <laughs> his, <laughs> that, his daughter is it? back in F
0: one. Daughter, yeah, Bernie Eccleson's daughter is back in F1. I thought it was his wife. Is no, no, his daughter is managing something related to F1. I thought his wife was part of the FIA. No, no, his daughter is now like uh, related somehow to like uh, Formula One, yeah, daughter. Yeah, and then she's she's doing something with F1, I don't remember.
1: Like, you can just was this the picture of uh, her and. It was them two, and then Christian Horner. I, I don't, don't remember. I know there was a picture of. I think it's his wife. I'm honestly sure it's his wife. But
0: he's some No, no, go back, go back. It says in her bio, it's like former chief executive or something. Former chief. Oh no, that's, no, that's about career. Eccleston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, it says this about her career. Yeah, I I don't don't remember
1: how much. But but she,
0: she, yeah, one of his daughters, if you search one of his daughters and F1 or something, it'll come up. Um, But, yeah, that's just kind of, this guy's weird, bro. I don't
1: honestly, I don't get the new tires as much. I'm not, I'm not. Are you not a fan of it? No. So I think, so they're meant to be, the window is meant to be better. Yeah. So, if you need to heat your tyres and stuff, they'll take longer to heat up, but they stay within the operating temperature for longer. Okay. So, and they're also meant to be more durable as well. I am mm, not fan. What would you ideally want from the tyres? They'll just look weird. Oh, you just think they look strange? Yeah. But I think other formulas use them. They still look weird? They're still not. Yeah. But it's strange, it's hard to get around, but I feel like with the... Uh, the LEDs and stuff, a bit of yeah, lights and This use stuff, them, use them the too. covers will look nice as well. Yeah. So, it just—I think it will weirdly remind me of Formula E for a little bit until we get used to. Um. It. No,
0: I think Formula One is like Formula One is a proper sport. Formula E people. Vote,
1: <laughs> Formula E people, bro. Formula yes. E people vote for who gets like an extra power boost. But everyone's gonna go there, you know. Liberty's probably no, no. already thinking of how no. to do that. You
0: see, one thing I actually think why they won't use LEDs is it could have potentially, it's gonna have to be powered by something in the car. And that's just extra, like, um, an extra thing on the car, essentially. Yeah, his wife's FIA vice president. Is she? Yeah. I swear his daughter also got involved in the FIA recently. Maybe I mean it
1: said that she was, like, commentating uh, okay. for Sky. Okay, I don't know. But right. that was ages ago. Anyways, anyways. Doesn't matter. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, what were you saying about the engine covers,
0: wheel covers? Like, the, is, it requires energy and stuff. So where is it going to be fueled by? Like, the LEDs itself? It obviously, it doesn't take that much energy, but, like, if you... It's got to be solar, right? Hmm? It's got to be solar. No, no. What, has, what do you mean solar? I'm saying LEDs. Where are they going to put the solar panels? If it's raining, they the panels, are
1: like not massive. you know how, like even your like, uh, calculators or Yeah, but like
0: you're not gonna like, the, you're not gonna put one on the tire because if it's raining, your LEDs don't work.
1: No, they're not gonna be like out completely in the open. I know, but like, how are
0: they gonna get sunlight there? If it's raining, your LEDs don't work. That's like.
1: I mean, you probably wouldn't even be able to see them actually. How strong are they meant to be?
0: I don't know. I think that's why I think they'll just put like covers on it, like just stickers and stuff, rather than LEDs. Oh, I think LEDs will be like special occasions because I think that obviously they don't require too much energy, but like that's one thing. Like you're gonna need like wiring all the way to there, get the wiring through the tires to the cover, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. So, but also I like the, the wheel covers will aid in keeping the tires and like the brakes caught, uh, like, cool and all of that stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot more benefits to them as well. And I guess the, the main thing, the why they're being introduced, is because it smoothens the airflow and all that stuff.
0: Dead stuff, dead yeah. stuff. Formula One's a dead sport.
1: <laughs> That's why I'm doing a podcast, on right? Nice. Okay, there was two more things I'd like to mention before we wrap this up. The first one, while mm. we were having that conversation earlier... Okay. If, like, less stuff flies off the car and all of this, do you think the driver's... Do you think their driving style will change? Because if they, if less damage comes off from hitting another car, not like destroying, but you know what I mean? Like if yeah, yeah, yeah. you can tap someone's front wing and like little bits won't fly off and that won't mean that they lose 90% of their downforce or you hit someone's side pod, you don't crash into half you their bars. Yeah. Do you think drivers are now going to be like,
0: I think based into on one, other, do you think they'll rub into each other a little bit? Based maybe? on what Michael Massey did last year, people <laughs> are going to be hitting each other way more, you know. <laughs> based on what Michael Massey did, they might as well just launch each other off a train. Yeah. There's also, like, with wheel covers, it's probably going to be a bit harder to get, um like, damage in terms of, like, your tires, because oh, the wheel yeah, covers are yeah. coming out a bit. Less punches. So, yeah. So, yeah, I hope it doesn't turn into, like, you know, like that game of the arcade where you're just meant to, like, keep like hitting each cars. It, yeah, bombing cars. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't think it would
1: be that bad. No, but I, do you think... I feel like there'll be more contact. Probably, yeah. That would be weird. To be It'll fair, be like, that,
0: one of the seniors of the FIA came out and was like, um, he said something along the lines of, if necessary, Michael will go.
1: Which, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this sparked yeah. all of the conversation. Which now, means
0: Michael Mas is
1: leaving. I'm, yes. Maybe. Yes. The, so the headlines were that they're considering, or they're... They're now considering Michael Massey leaving as an option.
0: So, Michael Massey's leaving.
1: I think they're going to do everything they can to keep him. Yeah, no, he's leaving. Ah, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I guess we don't know. Like, this is the thing. They still haven't sorted this out. We're not going to know anything until... When's draft to survive coming out? Normally a couple weeks before. I'd say early ah, March, most likely. I want to
0: torture over the break, you know, just like relax in bed and watch, like, Lewis crush on two Max and see what like I'm excited
1: to see what they do with Silverstone if they don't do anything with Silverstone bro do you know what it is I feel like I'm just going to watch it for five minutes see Will Buxton's face and then turn it off <laughs>
0: you know I haven't actually watched the whole like Drive to Survive any of it um, purely because I just get bored because I know the ending yeah, now, yeah. I have to watch it now because like obviously you're going to like comment on it and stuff but uh, I usually get very bored. I have recommended it to people. And they, they got into F1 because of drivers' work. Yeah, I like, recommend it for other oh, people. To did like, you see like Valtteri Bottas? I was like, you know Valtteri Bottas? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know he was like naked was on, on the me. screen? Uh, yeah, I saw that picture. Yeah, that,
1: that was something I did not want to see. Strange lad. Yeah, yeah, You know he's done it again? I think there was a picture what? of him a couple weeks ago doing a cartwheel in the snow. like that. But naked. No, no, it was on the beach. Or oh, was it a beach? Yeah, oh, a beach? Yeah.
0: How did you confuse a beach for the snow? I don't know because I haven't seen the picture. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not looking at it. You're like, oh my god, what is this? And then you just skip. A strange So it felt like, thank God, like someone put like a massive like thingy in front of him,
1: so you don't oh, actually yeah, see yeah. like and, like him naked. That was the my saving grace, you know. What man. And then the last bit, the last bit quickly is, I thought it would be interesting after I did a little bit about tuned at the end of the last one. I thought I'd have a look at what people have said concept cars, was, what concept cars are going to look like. So I've got some old concept cars, right? Let's see, where do we start? Okay, obviously, aerodynamic cow. You've seen this. All right, so this. This is what Ferrari's concept car looks like. The quality is awful, but actually on the screen, it doesn't look too bad over here. Ferrari made this concept car, I want to say about like... 2014 i think there was a period in like t- between 2014 and 16 all the teams got really interested in making concept cars this is what they said like a 2050 kind of would look like. that looks weird bro i quite like it you know, know that it
0: looks like cool. one of those hover cars that you imagine yeah. in like sci-fi movies it does
1: yeah there's no halo as well obviously because this was made definitely pre-2018 but yeah it looks quite nice at least i'm a fan of it um to the zoom out, no, I'll just press This, this this is another Ferrari one actually. I should have made you guess what the brand was. But this Mario Kart looking thing is the Ferrari Sigma. Do you wanna guess what year they made it? Nineteen seventy. I think it was actually sixty nine, yeah. Oh like, that's insane. Oh no. But yeah, that's a... They made this <sighs> to try and be like a car of the future. And I don't think they were that far off. Like this does look like some of the cars. No, now. that just looks like something from Back to the Future. It does look like a bunker car. It looks like
0: a mario car. It like looks weird. It looks like the tuned car. Tuned car.
1: I feel like I've seen their phone cars like this before. No. Not Just like skip completely. Skip this ugly bro. Alright you're not a fan. Some of the other ones are quite nice. Okay that's the logo. This, this is a McLaren's car. What the hell? What it the... looks so much nicer on the Okay, just skip. just skip. What do you think? I know, right? This is very pixel. So what they've done is, these are meant to be like self-regenerating tires or something. Just or just the LEDs get, and stuff? They right? don't get punctures, there's meant to be loads of uh, information fed to the driver, closed cockpit, uh, no rear wing. It makes it's no sense Especially sure. half of their design makes no sense. There's meant to be loads of AI and stuff included in it as well. Yeah, that, that's just horrible. Just you know, I, I don't think you're going to like any of these. This is the Renault, it's meant to be very similar, loads of AI and stuff.
0: Like, it makes no sense, it ruins the sport if you put in AI into it. Because, like, what's the driver doing? I think or, it's like, meant to be, like, you, you don't, don't get punctures. punctures. Like, if you don't get punctures from the tyres, like, that makes no sense. Like, your tyres are always going to get punctures. I feel like they're going to get there eventually, probably. No. Like, literally makes... Because whatever the material is, it's going to get punctured eventually. Like, it's going to wear and it's going to tear eventually. They'll definitely be... When you do advanced
1: materials, you'll understand what I'm saying. Wow. Big master student in that. Yeah. What do you think? Do you at least like this one? No, I like the McLaren more, fair. Really? So this one, the key thing about this one is the cockpit is open. Okay. It's closed, but the material it's made out of is meant to be some really oh strong something. I'm guessing. And then you can see through it. Yeah, that's it. Not a fan. You're just staring at the driver's legs,
0: basically. Pretty much. That's weird. It is a bit useless. I don't know why they opened up that
1: bit specifically. It would have they're, been not they're literally just making sci-fi cars. These are not Formula 1 cars. Okay. These are all the official teams making official... Oh, this is the steering wheel from earlier. I think that was another
0: one. Oh, is that it? I think that's it. Thank God. Oh my God, that was just... My eyes
1: hurt. I like, quite liked some of them, to be fair. The McLaren
0: is the best, probably.
1: I like that. Or the Ferraris. actually... You hated the McLaren. The Fer- Ferrari sure, is the best. The Ferrari is the best. Which one? The f- like, red one. <laughs> the first one or the Gokul? Yeah, the that red is red all red. of red one. So the the in Renault term. actually, oh yeah, I'll go back a say, the Renault I saved it. I forgot I saved these files. It's predicting what cars will look like in twenty twenty seven. So yeah, this is to the, to the they're point. very far off then. I mean, what is this? Problem? Oh wait, hold on. Technical difficulties. We are very look, sorry. So this as a twenty twenty
0: seven car. Yeah, that makes no sense. That looks like a shovel, bro. <laughs> Honestly, does oh, that, it does. It does. I can't it looks like that, sh- it looks like the car is just shoveling snow. It's it's not a Formula One look car. It's made to shovel snow. snow. Like oh sorry, I did that in front of my phone. <laughs> but it looks like a car is just going in and it's just gonna shovel snow. Like what is this? It does. I still they're like just, the look. Of, if it had yeah, a rear wing, I'd quite like it. They're just making like like they're competing in who can make a more
1: ridiculous car, basically. Yeah, I sort of see that. There's worse ones. Like, these were meant to be, like, I picked out the nicest ones. There are way more, and they're really weird. Maybe I'll come back. I'll come back (sighs) with the next one for more, maybe. I just feel sad. I hope they never
0: introduce like, AI to form them, because I feel like it just ruined the sport.
1: Uh, They take that human
0: element out of it. Like, drivers would... Like, imagine if AI just, like, for every corner, it adjusted everything for the car
1: oh no that would be ridiculous but yeah. that's essentially what they that mean is, they're probably going to do
0: that yeah. like that just ruins everything because I mean the driver's all he does is just press the accelerator the brake and just go like turn next thing they know like it's a self-driving car like the driver is just like doing that and then like he doesn't even need to turn the steering wheel he's just monitoring everything next thing he's not pressing on the brake and accelerator is just kind of like
1: can I have a tea <laughs> he's just sat there Nah, no. we'll see. I guess it's all in the hands of the FIA. It all depends on where they want to go with it. How much AI they want yeah, to allow like the I want to use. I want to say I, I have trust in the FIA, but I really don't. No one has trust in the FIA. Yeah, I feel
0: like in 20 years, we won't be watching Formula 1 because they have just ruined
1: the sport. Wow. Yeah. Well done. Well, leave suggestions for what sport you want us to cover in 20 years. Yeah. I reckon... <coughs> considering Yusuf's age at that point, we will probably be doing, like, golf or something. <laughs> uh, I don't like so golf, yeah. to be No, so nah, so. you will do. It comes with the maturity of... The age you'll be at at that point, obviously. i am a grander at that point, so i am like a golf, is that what you're saying? Exactly. 20 years, that's enough time for you. So,
0: yeah.
1: Well, I'm just going to go cry because you're calling me old. Well, I guess I'm doing the outro, so... <laughs> that, <laughs> Thanks for listening again. Uh, we will be back next week with something. We haven't decided yet, to be honest. But
0: it will make a surprise for you guys.
1: Yeah, exactly. Clearly, we're... A,
0: we're I think next week we're going to be talking... We're going to be doing an episode on predictions
1: for the next season, century. Yeah, hopefully the Chamber video is out by then. Because I really want to do it based on that. Yay! Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>